Is your future health written in stone? Are you predestined for certain diseases and illnesses? Is it inevitable that you'll have to face things like cardiac issues or cancer or Alzheimer's disease? Well, if you think the answer is yes, then you could be headed towards a self-fulfilling prophecy. But what if you say no? And what if you're willing to do what you can to take charge of your health? Well, that's what we call growing bolder. I'm Bill Schaefer with Mark Middleton, and on this program, we're going to put forth the idea that you have more control than you think, that a positive outlook does have an effect on your health and well-being, that choosing to be an active participant in your physical and mental health can make a profound difference, and that making prehabilitation a part of your everyday life can be one of the most important things you'll ever do. Yeah, it's a very exciting conversation, and it's also, Bill, one of the most important ones that we can have. And in the next hour, folks, uh, uh, we think it's going to be worth your while, because science is now taking us to places that we never expected to be in our lifetimes. There have been some fascinating transformational advances in just the past several months that are rewriting a few things that we thought were impossible. One of the big ones is something called hyperbaric medicine, which offers new potential to actually heal the brain, to stimulate stem cell development, to prevent cognitive decline, and actually slow down the aging process. We're going to look into this groundbreaking research in just a moment. You'll hear from one of the top physicians in the world, and he's going to tell us why he says it's a game changer. But first, a tough love pep talk from one of the most interesting, controversial, yet successful fitness trainers in the entire business. You know her well. For more than a decade, Jillian Michaels was the face of the hit television show, The Biggest Loser. Today, she's here to talk to us about her own personal transformation from an overweight kid to what she's learned about inspiring the kind of mental outlook that it takes for anyone to gain control over their weight, their health, and ultimately their lives. Ordinary people living extraordinary lives. That's what Growing Boulder is all about. Time to talk about change. And one thing we found out about ourselves is even though we worry about what other people think, we are usually our own toughest critics. We can be brutal on ourselves, only noticing the flaws and whatever it is, we tend to overlook everything else. And this can happen at any age like it did for our next guest. She was overweight as a child until one day she showed up at her martial arts school eating a bag of chips, Mark, and she was humiliated by the whole class in front of everybody. You know, Bill, we all have these moments in life, and I think to a large extent what happens is dependent upon how we react to them. And and for her, you know, that was the moment, the, the painful, embarrassing turning point because right then uh, she swore that it would never happen again. That's the day that the person that we now know as Jillian Michaels was born. Her transformation really was remarkable. Her message since then has been inspiring. She is one of the top fitness experts anywhere. She's a fixture on television shows like The Biggest Loser. Uh, She's written, what, I think seven or eight best-selling books now. She stands up for causes she believes in. She runs her own company, which is called Empowered Media, and it is certainly that. She funds nutrition, fitness, self-help, and lifestyle products. And now she's got a brand new fitness app that uh, she's created that is winning awards and, and really more importantly,
importantly, folks, it's changing lives. So let's say hello to one very busy, one very important, one very inspiring person, Miss Jillian Michaels. Jillian, how are you doing today? Hi, guys. I'm excellent, especially after that introduction. How could be better? <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know what? These are interesting times, you know, and, and I'll, you know, something from the Growing Boulder playbook, Bill and I say all the time that, you know, our goal is just to help you be you, whoever you are. And we really are kind of in the middle of a, a love who you are, just the way you are uh, movement. And, and as we've all seen, there are some people who resent the suggestion that they need to change anything, including losing weight. But you're one of the few who really steps up and says, no, uh, you explain you're not pushing anybody to shame them. Uh, you're simply trying to make a difference, right? Personally, for me, I don't care whether someone changes or not, right? What I do, I do because I'm passionate about it. And then if people want to make healthier changes in their lives, they then say, this woman looks like she knows what she's doing. Maybe I'll try her advice out, right? But I don't give unsolicited advice. I don't go up to people in the supermarket or when we had restaurants, I don't approach people eating dinner. I'm, I'm kind of like a vampire. I don't bite unless you let me in. If you let me in, then I will tell you what I know. And I've been doing this for 30 years and it's a lot. And hopefully it will help you, as I said, make any change you choose to. What I won't do is lie about simple biological facts because they're unpopular and the unfortunate truth is that while you can be beautiful smart funny lovable talented successful valuable and all of these things at any size at any age you will not necessarily be healthy if you are significantly overweight and that is just it's just the truth so you can take with that information what you will but i'm not willing to lie about it because it's unpopular well that's awesome i mean we need more and more people like you but i kind of uh the big thing i got out of that was jillian michaels is like a vampire <laughs> you know, the, one of the coolest things you do jillian is that uh, uh different than many people in the industry that you're in it's not just about the workout for you it's about how we look at ourselves, what our outlook is. It's about mental and physical. And it's always made us curious to think about what a Jillian Michaels fitness app might be like. And whatever you did, something's going right because it's really making a connection. Tell us about it. Well, we, we looked at the landscape and people have a variety of health and wellness wants and needs, right? They want mindfulness, meditations, sleep exercises. They want the ability to track their progress, track their activity, track their calories. They want community. They want support. They want coaching. They want personalized fitness that looks at their fitness level, their fitness preferences, their fitness goals. They want a nutrition program that looks at the exact same stuff, foods you like, foods you don't like, how many people do you want to cook for, do you want to lose weight, gain weight, maintain weight. And it's ridiculous to need to have five different apps or have to buy a very expensive piece of equipment, it's totally unnecessary. So what we did was build all of these things on one seamless platform that you can access on your phone, on your tablet, stream to your TV. You can use any piece of equipment you like or no equipment at all except your own body weight. You can use it in the gym, if the gym's ever open again, you can use it at home in your living room or you can use it to go for a run outside with one of the audio workouts. So that is the idea, is giving people everything they need affordably and accessibly. You know, Jillian, uh, I, I'm so 
happy to have this opportunity to talk to you because I'm curious your thoughts on our mindset and how important that is to the success that we have with some sort of fitness program. You know, Bill and I are always saying what the mind believes the body embraces, our physiology or our psychology informs our physiology. Uh, is going through the motions enough or do we have to believe that it's going to work in order to get the best results? Going through the motions has a massive impact on your self-image, your belief in your capability. And in fact, um, I just interviewed a, a neuroscientist about this and a health psychologist, Kelly McGonigal, who's at Stanford. She's a genius. And there's something called proprioceptive affirmation. And what that means is, let's say, for example, you're kickboxing, right? And your body is literally going, okay, I'm fighting. I am a fighter. I am strong. I am resilient. And just moving your body in that way helps for you to perceive yourself in that way. So let's say I'm not graceful. I've never been graceful, but maybe I take a dance class and I'm moving my body gracefully through space. I'm telling myself, you are graceful. You're moving gracefully. So there are a host of benefits. Going through the motions helps, but you won't continue to go through the motions if you don't have that why to do it, right? It's the why that allows you to tolerate the how, the work and the sacrifice associated with anything in life worth having. So I think that's critical and getting results, right? So you're like, all right, I'm making these sacrifices, but I'm getting the results out of it. So having the right information, so the choices you take and the actions you make yield powerful, positive results that keep you motivated. So it's a, it's a bit of a, a chicken and an egg conversation. I mean, that, that's awesome. I was just telling Mark today that it was a proprioceptive affirmation. And, um, <laughs> that comes from people wow. far more intelligent than me. I'm very lucky to be able to speak to individuals in my field who are the best at what they do. So that is coming from um, a top neuroscientist and a health psychologist. But I, I trust their work. So by virtue of them being geniuses, maybe, you know, they take it from me from them. I've seen you on The Biggest Loser, Jillian, and, and you know, you, you, you do come off sometimes as, as being, you know, maybe ruthless is too strong of a word, uh, perhaps not totally empathetic, but I, I think people who don't really know your backstory don't understand that, you know, you come from where they are. I mean, you've not always looked like a supermodel. You've been overweight. Oh. You've been out of shape. Uh, tell us about your journey and what it took you to, to get to where you are now and how you use that knowledge to help others. Sure. Um, well, first of all, you have to understand that you know, when, when many people watched Biggest Loser, they were watching a television show, right? That was, it was entertainment. Um, and some people were like, wow, this is really inspiring. And they, they took that ball, they ran with it. If those people can do it, I can do it. And that's wonderful. However, for me personally, it was a life or death intervention on a ticking clock. So there is no format in the world where you would get an individual to work with where they go, you got a week, best of luck. Like <laughs> they could go home in a week, they could go home in two, they could go home in three. And it, you, when working under those circumstances, I figured out very quickly that for that individual to have any hope, any chance of success, I needed three things to happen. One was they needed a rock bottom moment because it's so easy for us to kind of slip into this comfortable numb and put one foot in front of the other and check out of life. 
But when you feel the pain of the way you've been living, and I mean emotionally and physically, and if that pain is greater than the fear and the work associated with where you want to go, you will move, period. You will move. If you're going through hell, you will keep going. So said Winston Churchill. The second thing I need is for this individual to take responsibility. Because if, even though at various times in our lives we have absolutely been victims, bad things happen to good people, life is inherently unfair, we all know this, you know, we, we are helpless, in particular as children, to take control of certain aspects of our lives. However, when we grow up, we continue to perpetuate many of these dysfunctional and unhealthy patterns for a host of reasons we don't need to dive into today because it'll take us a while. But <laughs> if we can't accept that we are now perpetuating these patterns and that we are now responsible for where our lives are at, then we're fundamentally disempowered to make a change. So you, you have to break through to somebody and say, no, you're doing this. You are making this choice either to eat too much or to be a bigger size. And you got to decide if it's what you really want. This is no longer happening to you. You have to choose. Because if you can't accept that it's your choice, then you are not empowered to make a different one. That's a massive problem. And then the third thing I needed was a success. So it could be running for a minute. It could be doing their first push-up. It doesn't matter what it is. It only matters that they didn't think they could do it, and then they did. Because what it allows me to do is instantaneously redefine their self-image, who they think they are, what they think they're capable of. And once you open up that door of possibility, it becomes infinite. If I did this, what else can I do? So a lot of the crazy stuff that you would see from me on Biggest Loser, of course, was the only thing that would make TV because the rest of it might have been boring <laughs> and not so exciting. Um, but that is what I was trying to do in those moments was get that individual to have one of those three things occur in order to help potentially ensure they would stick with healthy eating and exercise. Um, now, for me personally, I would disagree and say my approach isn't sympathetic. And I find sympathy to be a very dangerous message of false lethargy. Sympathy is, you know, poor you you know, you just take the stairs. Like, that's all you need to do today. And I think what that tells somebody is like, oh, you're so weak and you're so incapable. You're only capable of the bare minimum. And that to me is a very dangerous thing. Empathy is, look, I get it. It's hard. It's not easy, but you can do it and you want to do it. So let's do it. So put up or shut up. Let's go. And that was very much the approach that was taken with me in martial arts. It was, this is the person that you are capable of becoming, and I expect you to become that person. And then I also have a mother who has a, a PhD in psychoanalysis. So I also, over time, then being in my own therapy, learned the psychology of why we utilize food as a coping mechanism, and you know all of the blocks that are there for people to break through it. So weight loss, weight management, fitness is a very simple science. I can make it so simple for you, it's ridiculous. You never need to buy another fitness diet, anything again. Eat less, use common sense with your food choices, move more. Why is that hard? And that's understanding the psychology of why we become apathetic in our own lives, why we turn to food in some cases. 
so I, I'm kind of this hybrid of my mom and, and my martial arts studio. So I'm a bit of a strange character, but that's that's what you see today. Well, you're listening to the always interesting Jillian Michaels, certainly one of the most passionate and best-known fitness trainers around. And coming up, we'll continue the conversation by asking her what it is that sets her apart from all the rest. This is Growing Boulder. Support for Growing Boulder provided by... Our partners at Florida Blue Medicare. It's important to know what's covered, so together we've created a guide that makes Medicare easy to understand. More information at growingbolder.com slash guide. Check out Growing Boulder TV, airing on public television stations nationwide. Visit growingbolder.com slash TV for program listings and where to watch. I'm Mark Middleton along with Bill Schaefer, and you're listening to Growing Boulder. Jillian Michaels is frank, she's honest, and obviously she is very bold. She has strong opinions about what it takes to lose weight, to gain control, and to take responsibility for our own health. There are so many fitness trainers out there, yet she continues to stand apart from the rest. Let's rejoin our conversation on that very point. Well, you're in an industry that's dominated by what, 20 to 30 year olds? And I think you're, you're all, you got a birthday coming up, right? Do you talk about your age? Cause you sure seem happy, Constantly. healthy and flying high. You're going to be 47, right? I know. I know. So, I, I talk about how, it constantly. So how have you been able to turn something that most people would say, Oh my God, I'm going to be 47 to where you stand tall and say, yeah, I'm going to be 47. You know, I was just thinking about this. Actually, I uh, went to a horse ranch, um, and was racing horses with one of the horse trainers. And I was thinking to myself, like, this is 47. Like, I'll, I have a motorized surfboard and I get to take it out on the ocean and tear up with my kids or snowboard, double black diamonds. And I'm like, I wonder how many other 47-year-olds realize that all of this is absolutely within their reach. Now I could fall and get hurt, but that has nothing to do with age. I fell at 20. I fell at 30. I fell at 40, right? Like that's actually irrelevant. That's just about being smart and wearing the protective gear and not doing really dumb things, which you can do at any age. Um, But what I love so much about being what will soon be 47 is that I can redefine what 47 looks like for most people. And I can change the culture of aging and show people that it's not this slow descent into decrepitude. It's a choice. And you're you're very much in control of how you age. And it also allows me to say to people like, look, do you believe me now? Like when I wrote that book about longevity, like, do you believe me? (laughs) Like I, I am my own walking testimonial. And I don't mean to sound arrogant, but I'm in perfect health. I have the bone density of a 30 year old. My labs from last year's physical came back. Excellent. Doesn't mean something bad can happen to me. Doesn't mean I can't get sick. I can, but I'm not special. There's nothing special about me. I'm not genetically special. I, I, I'm not this specimen of fitness. I don't have this tremendous metabolism. I don't have great genetics. So if I can be healthy and active and thriving at 47 anyone can anyone can 
Man, I love that. You're preaching from the uh, from the book of Boulder right now. Uh, you know, Jillian, one of the things we, we hate, I hate when people say that 60 is the new 40, and we end up saying, no, that's ages. That implies that uh, if you're 60 and you're living a big life, you're more like 40. 60 is the new 60. 47 is the new 47. And, and we need people like you out there that are busting these myths that, uh, you know, we've all, you know, been been indoctrinated with through this ageist culture for years and years. So thank you for what you said. Uh, quick question about the pandemic. You know, I've read a couple of articles where people say the future of fitness is online now. Um, you know, people who have had to figure out a way, and I think your app is probably a pretty good example of that. Uh, how has your industry been transformed or has it been transformed by what we've experienced over the past year or so? Okay. I, here, here's, here's my personal feeling and what I've seen in trends throughout the time I've been in this industry, and that's a long time. So people have always used at-home fitness, right? There was there was Jane Fonda, there was Richard Simmons, there was Suzanne Summers, there was me. I, there, there are now apps, right? People will work out at home. It is a great, affordable way to access a fitness professional. So you can get a great workout in your house, save time, save money, awesome. Now, the benefit of a gym goes without saying, people wanna be around other people. It's social, hence the hashtag FitFam, right? Like that's the success behind so many cult fitness trends of like a rise nation, a soul cycle, a CrossFit class. People need community. So yes, apps have forums and message boards. Mine does as well. So people can find each other and find support. I even have a Facebook group that's private so people can help each other, find each other and so on if they can't afford the app. but. I believe we're going to see a hybrid model where you might take a class, you know, the, the swim class at the Y with your friend and do water aerobics or take that yoga class or that bar class. And then there's another day where you might use your app and put it on your television and do that workout in your living room because it's effective, it saves time and you like it. So I believe we're going to see both. I really do. That's incredible, too, as we're watching it change right before our eyes. And I think it's involving more and more people because they don't feel they have to have a monthly membership or they don't have to have all this mega and monster equipment at home. And, you know, it seems like we're all good at it, too. We're all great at making excuses on why we can't do something. You've seen it all, Jillian. You probably understand people better than just about anybody. So as we start to wrap up here, if you could grab us by the shirt collars, Mm -hmm. the all ever more tight fitting shirt collars, and give us give us the most important advice you could. What would what would you say? First, I mean, I would say, what do you want for yourself, right? It's like, do you want to age with energy and potency, living your life and loving your life? Like that's important to me. I want my kids to be like. My mom was such a badass. She rode down the slopes with me. She, you know, taught me how to do a handstand and a backflip. Like that's important to me. So maybe you just want to live to be a hundred. Maybe you want to meet your great grandchildren. Maybe you want to have sex with the lights on and feel great about it. Maybe you want to wear two pieces instead of one piece. I don't care what it is, but you got to decide what's important to you. I will say this. We've come through 2020. And I don't care how unpopular 
saying this is, it is flat out irrefutable that obesity kills people. In fact, it kills 40,000 people a month. But let's put that aside. We're really worried about COVID. It's taken over the globe for over a year now, I think, right? Just about, if not more. What is one of the top contributing factors to the duration and the severity of your COVID case? Obesity, being unhealthy. What do we know is going to protect you or help you survive something like that? Exercising, eating clean, and going into it with a modicum of good health. So, I mean, what is it that you want? What is it that you care about? Because if you care at all about living longer and having a better quality of life, you don't have to be perfect, but move, move 10 minutes a day. Start there, 10 minutes. My, I even have free workouts on my app, free seven minute daily workouts. You don't have to sign up, you don't have to do anything. Download, show up for seven minutes, done. Costs you nothing, do it in your living room, nothing needed. And just use common sense with your eating and it will take you so far. It will make such a massive difference. Wow, folks, uh, a conversation with Jillian Michaels is like a shot in the arm. You know, we're all waiting for the vaccination. I think we got vaccinated today uh, mm -hmm. for our future fitness. A little can-do, a push in the right direction. And remember, you know, it's up to us to take control of our lives. We are all our own primary care provider. There's not a doctor in the world. There's not a medicine in the world that can give us the quality of life that we can give ourselves. And now with things like the uh, fitness app from Jillian Michaels, there is no reason to say no. Uh, check it out. Find out more information at JillianMichaels.com. Uh, Jillian, thanks so much for your time. Uh, you know, really appreciate it. I think uh, the more we hear from you, uh, the, the more we like you. Oh, thank you guys. I've had a blast. I appreciate you having me on. Up next, have you ever heard of hyperbaric medicine? Well, if you haven't, you will soon. Find out why this just might be the treatment that extends and improves your life. This is Growing Boulder. Support for Growing Boulder provided by the Center for Health and Well-Being, now open in Winter Park. Wholeness, fitness, and medicine together in one convenient location offering programs and services to promote healthy living and positive aging. More at yourhealthandwellbeing.org. Sign up for the Growing Boulder Insider Newsletter, delivered to your inbox every week. Be the first to see our latest interviews, stories, and tips for making each day count. Sign up today at growingbolder.com. You know, there may be no role in our society more important and less understood than that of a caregiver. And it ends up more times than not, you end up getting thrust into the role, having to look after a family member with little or no training or preparation. But finally, Mark, that is beginning to change. And thank goodness, because there are like 53 million caregivers in the U.S. now. Christina Barcelona is Director of Care Programs for GuideWell Connect. She serves in the role of community specialist, which essentially is somebody that members can reach out to for advice. Christina says she discovered one of the most common caregiver concerns is also one of the most important to deal with. I was an executive director of an assisted living facility for over 10 years. And one of the things that I've learned from families is that sometimes guilt plays a really large role in caregiving. We feel guilty for something we did, something we didn't do. Maybe we got a little bit upset or we feel we weren't enough. 
but every time I encourage them to know that they're doing the best they can and they are perfect just the way they are. And it's time for us to say, it's okay to forgive yourself because your loved one knows, even if they can't express it, that what you're doing for them is the most beautiful thing in the world. Barcelona says that programs like hers at Florida Blue Centers throughout the state are now providing resources that have never been available before. And as the number of caregivers continues to rise, they hope to provide the kind of support that can make all the difference for all of them. If you'd like some more information, just go to growingbolder.com slash Medicare. All right, let's get to those recent headlines reported all over the world that scientists have successfully reversed the human aging process in a breakthrough first-of-its-kind study. Uh, The research that we're referring to was done by Tel Aviv University using hyperbaric oxygen chambers to target what has been referred to as the human biological clock. And those are the caps on the ends of our chromosomes that are called telomeres that protect the strands of DNA and preserve our genetic information. And as the telomeres shorten, the amount of time that we have left to live also shortens as well. Well, these researchers say that it's possible now to lengthen our telomeres as we get older by using this hyperbaric oxygen chamber treatment. If so, it's transformational. We just had to find out more. So let's uh, join our conversation with Dr. Mohammed Elamir from the Aviv Clinic in the Villages. Uh, He's referred to also as Dr. Mo. Dr. Mo, it does seem to be a significant breakthrough, and obviously there are headlines in most of the media operations throughout the world. This has got to be a very exciting time to be a part of the Aviv medical program team. Absolutely, Mark. Uh, After our last research study that was published on telomeres, we had a flood of calls, emails, uh, inquiries. Um, It was all hands on deck, including myself and some of the other physicians fielding the calls. It was very exciting. And I understand that, you know, probably the foundation of your program is the hyperbaric oxygen treatment, but it is so much more than that. And I want to get to that. But that said, let's start with the the hyperbaric oxygen treatment. Uh, In lay terms, if you will, what is that and, 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 and what does it do? Absolutely. So you're absolutely right. The hyperbaric oxygen treatment centers around hyperbaric oxygen chambers or hyperbaric oxygen suites. And what that does is while you're inside a hyperbaric oxygen suite, you are under pressure. And when you're breathing oxygen, under that pressure, you can increase the concentration of that oxygen up to 15 times the normal concentrations. And that's great because our oxygen is delivered to our cells and our cells need it to metabolize and survive. But it's the fluctuation of oxygen that we've discovered over years of research that shows that you can actually improve and capitalize on the healing properties of the body. You can increase your stem cells, you can increase your blood vessel growth. You can improve your mitochondria, which is the powerhouse of the cell. And all of that is involved using a hyperbaric oxygen as the pressure vessel to deliver that oxygen and fluctuate those levels to trigger those properties. And, and I want to talk about achieving those properties and maintaining them. Uh, but, but first, I, I think when most people hear a hyperbaric chamber, I know I did. I imagined, uh, you know, lying down vertically and getting, you know, pushed into a tube. And when I saw your chambers, uh, honestly, my mind was blown. It uh, it reminded me, as I told you earlier, of being on the set of a science fiction movie. Absolutely. You're right. If you Google hyperbaric oxygen chamber, 
you'll see what we call a monoplace chamber. It's basically a single occupant, horizontal or vertical, and you're by yourself, and that whole chamber is pressurized with oxygen. And that's what is most commonly seen. But ours is called a multi-place chamber. It's a large cabin, or suite as we call it, can house up to 14 people instead of one. But other than that obvious difference, the way the oxygen is delivered is different because in a multi-place chamber, the ambient air inside the chamber is normal 21% oxygen, like we're breathing right now. And the oxygen is actually delivered via a mask in a pressurized environment. And that's actually the key difference that separates our program from a monoplace chamber, for example. From what I understand, in addition to supporting longevity, and not just longevity, but healthy longevity, uh, the impact of this hyperbaric oxygen treatment uh, is, is, is important, if not profound, in certain illnesses and, and disease processes. And I know you kind of came to this research initially after your father had a stroke. Can you talk us through that a little bit? Sure, sure. Um, uh, I'm classically trained as a board-certified internal medicine physician. I had my own practice up in New Jersey. And my father is a retired neurologist. And he had a stroke four years ago. And thank God it didn't affect his physical attributes, but it affected his speech. He had the stroke that isolated the part of the brain that controls the speech center. And he went from a full vocabulary to about 50 words. So very devastating. Um, and I knew what traditional medicine could offer. Um, most of the time, if you see it happen, you have to catch it within those first 24 to 48 hours. But after that, it's standard therapy and speech therapy. So I was looking. I was researching like any son or loved one would do. And I found Dr. Shai Efrati's research. Dr. Efrati's from Israel, uh, the world-renowned expert on hyperbaric medicine. And he did over 12 years of research discovering what hyperbaric medicine can do to heal the brain. So when I read his paper and I saw how much data, how much research, how much science went behind it, I was instantly a believer. Um, coincidentally, I had headhunters you know, offering job opportunities and one told me about this Aviv Clinics in Florida, about hyperbaric medicine. And my experience with hyperbaric medicine before was I knew what it could do to heal my diabetic patients with their foot wounds. And I saw that happen. So I got to meet Dr. Afradi for an interview. He was in New York City one day, and I had breakfast with him. And breakfast went to brunch, and brunch went to lunch, and we spoke for over three hours. He told me all about how he came across hyperbaric medicine, the science behind it, the research, what he noticed, what he saw. His first study was actually to disprove that this could work, that hyperbaric medicine could help the brain, and he couldn't disprove it. And that set off all his research. So I was sold once I talked to him and once I actually read through everything. Now I'm here, and I'm helping patients just the way he did. You mentioned uh, your diabetic patients and, and your father with a stroke and, and, and brain issues in general. What other type of patients is this indicated for? Who might be most helped by this? Absolutely. So I always like to quote Benjamin Franklin when I get that question. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, meaning you don't have to have a condition to do this treatment. All of us, you, me, everybody in the room, everybody, all your listeners, we're all undergoing microvascular change. In practice, I used to get MRIs on patients that had migraines or headaches or something. And the radiologist would always say, microvascular changes consistent with age. And I always wondered, what do you mean consistent with age? What are you trying to tell me? As we age, little blood vessels in the brain collapse or get damaged. And that causes a subsequent loss of blood flow to that part of the brain. Now, somebody like my father, he had a sudden blockage of a big artery in the brain, and that caused the stroke suddenly. 
But those microvascular changes happen over time, little by little, little pieces of the brain, little parts of the brain slowly dying off or getting injured. We don't notice it on the spot. We notice it gradually as we age. We're not as sharp as we might have used to be. Our memory might be too I'm forgetting my keys. I forgot. I went to the kitchen. What was I supposed to do? That's a sign of microvascular change. So even if you don't, quote, unquote, have a diagnosis, you're undergoing that change. And that's what our program can help with. Our best patient is somebody who's, I want to prevent cognitive decline. I want to prevent sarcopenia. I want to prevent uh, damage to my body. That's my favorite patient. But yes, we can still treat, and we do treat. We treat people like my father who had strokes. People with traumatic brain injury, concussions. That's very much in the news nowadays. It doesn't have to be from a football injury. It can be from a motor vehicle accident, falling off a horse, falling off a ladder. Lyme's disease. Lyme's disease is an infection. A lot of people are familiar with it. I'm from New Jersey. We're in the Northeast. We hear about it all the time, but it's almost everywhere in the U.S. now. And it, it can actually affect you cognitively. And the organism that causes Lyme disease hates oxygen. So this is also a treatment for that. You've touched upon two of my favorite um, topics, so, so forgive the digression here, but you know we talk a lot at Growing Boulder about prehabilitation, uh, which we call aging's ultimate no-brainer, the notion that it's a given we will all encounter a series of health setbacks as we age, and to a large extent, uh, the, the extent and speed of our recovery is determined by you know, our overall well-being at the time. So it, it seems like uh, HBOT, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, uh, would be a powerful form of prehabilitation. Absolutely. And I love that word, prehabilitation. That's absolutely right. How you are physically, mentally, how your health is before an event will usually determine how you do through that event. So the best thing you can do is while everything is great, work on it, continue it, maintain it. Um, so hyperbaric oxygen does that on a physiologic level. Um, we're increasing blood flow to different parts of the body. So if we're talking about the brain, we're able to build new blood vessels, all those little microvascular changes I talked about. We're able to build new blood vessels, help the blood flow to the brain, prevent that atrophy of the brain, prevent the cognitive decline. We're able to stimulate stem cell production. I was taught in medical school, you're born with your stem cells. You have stem cells until about 30 years old, and then they precipitously drop. That's not necessarily true. One of our biggest studies in the journal Aging describes measuring stem cells before treatment, in the middle of the treatment, and after the complete program. And the stem cells continue to rise. And all these people were 55 and older. That's revolutionary to increase your stem cells at any age. And those stem cells are blank slate cells. They can become any cell you want them to be. So if we're talking about the brain, brain cells. If we're talking about the heart, heart cells, muscle, muscle cells, and so on. So you're right. If you can build your body up, if you can improve your physiology before an event, you're going to survive it a lot better. You know, here, here's what else I like about uh, what you guys are doing, Dr. Mo. Yeah, it's... There's all this longevity stuff going on, and I think most people are lazy, uh, if you will. And everybody is hoping that someone's going to come up with, you know, some sort of medicine, some sort of vaccine, some sort of protocol that will enable them to uh, have active longevity. And I've always said that that you always have to participate. You know, there's nothing that is going to work without your active participation. And if I understand it right, what you guys are doing, it's, it's built upon this unique and transformational hyperbaric oxygen therapy. But beyond that, uh, you're talking about modifying people's lifestyle. Everybody that comes in there gets a nutritionist, they get a physical therapist, they get a physiologist. I mean, you guys are working on the whole body so that they can maintain the, the benefits that they get. 
That's correct. I mean, our program, yes, the core is the hyperbaric oxygen treatment, but it's an interdisciplinary approach. And you're absolutely right. It starts with a conversation with the physician and the potential patient or client. After that, you get a whole assessment process, and that involves not just a medical evaluation, but a full nutrition evaluation by a registered dietitian, full physical therapy evaluation by the physical therapist, a physiological evaluation by the physiologist. They're going to be doing cardiopulmonary exercise stress testing, seeing how fit are you, how well can you consume oxygen and convert it to energy. You're going to see a neuropsychologist. They're going to evaluate everything about your cognition and your memory and attention and processing speed, executive function, all those things that come through um, with the brain. And all that is put together. All that information is put along with the blood work and MRIs of the brain um, and the testing. And we say, this is your life after all this testing, this is where you stand today. You might know your lifespan, but we're going to tell you your health span. Where do you stand at this moment in time? And then your personalized individual program will start from that point. Yes, you're going to go through the hyperbaric treatments two hours a day, five days a week for 12 weeks. But before or after that two-hour session, you might meet with the physiologist. You might meet with the physical therapist. Every few weeks, you're going to speak to the dietitian. How is your diet doing? Because it all comes into play. You have to be an active participant in your health. And that goes with every medical domain, especially with ours, because we hold you accountable and we want you to hold us accountable because you're going to come in every day. You know, I can't imagine the number of times myself personally, but everybody says, you know, I've got to make changes. I've got to improve my lifestyle. You know, it's now or never. I got this program seems to be like the ultimate reset. I mean, if you're ready. If you want to totally change your life moving forward, this seems like a pretty good place to begin. Absolutely. And you said it best, Mark. That initial conversation, I asked them a couple of things. First, I asked, what is your wish list? If you were to do the program, what do you want to come out of the program with? For some people, it's, I want to prevent. I want to prevent cognitive decline. I want to improve my memory. For some people, it says, I've noticed something significant. I want to see if I can treat it. My next question is, are you ready to commit to the full program? Because your success is going to be determined on your commitment. Are you going to be coming in every day? Are you going to listen to the dietitian? Are you going to work with her to adjust your diet? Are you going to work with the physiologist with your exercise program? And if they're ready to commit, they're ready to do the program. And um, it, it's a beautiful thing to watch somebody work together and, and achieve a common goal. I would like to live a, a long, uh, active life, but even more than that, I, I would like the period of decline at, at the end of my life. And, you know, let's face it, we are all biological beings, and at some point, uh, you know, we will decline, and nobody's getting out of here alive. Um, but, but that said, I'm also fascinated with compressed morbidity, the notion that we can reduce the period of decline at the end of our life. Uh, I'm guessing that this would support that as well. Absolutely. Um, there's... There are many statistics out there about how much we spend financially and emotionally on the last few days of our lives. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the morbidity. And if you can reduce the morbidity at the end of the life, you're going to go out riding into the sunset, so to speak, in a good way. That being said, there's something that happens through this process. I mentioned it earlier on where we can lengthen your telomeres. Telomeres are protective caps at the end of your chromosomes. As we age, those chromosomes will split, replicate, and continue that process. And each time, those protective caps shorten little by little, and they're protecting our DNA. When those telomeres get to a specific, short, critical point, the cell is smart. It knows if I replicate one more time, I potentially can have damage to my DNA. 
I no longer have that protective cap. So it stops replicating, but it doesn't die off. It stays there, and it becomes an aged senescent cell. Those senescent cells build up over time as we age, and those senescent cells release pro-inflammatory markers. And those are what's responsible for our age-related chronic diseases, age-related cognitive decline, even some cancers. And that has to do with our morbidity. So if we can lengthen the telomeres, we can reverse the age of those cells and reverse our age and prevent that senescence, preventing that morbidity. And that's what we did. We have a big study that shows with this process, we increased the length of the telomeres. And this is groundbreaking. This is revolutionary. So, so you're a renowned physician in demand. I'm guessing you could have done many things, including stay where you were with a successful practice. You turned your life upside down to move to the villages, Florida, to, to be at, at outside of Israel, the only Aviv clinic in the world. Uh, are you excited to be there? Are you happy with the, the lifestyle change you made? Absolutely. Um, I, to all my patients in New Jersey, I still miss and love you dearly. Um, I, I would never trade my training and my practice um, and that experience because I think it, it helped me become the physician and person I am today. But um, when, when you're presented with an opportunity to do something revolutionary, um, use your craft in a new way to make significant changes, to be ahead of the curve, so to speak, the way we practice here at the Aviv Clinics is different. It's the way medicine should be. Um, I know my patients inside and out at the Aviv Clinic. They have their trust in me um, and trust in the program. And when they finish the program, I tell every single one of them, just because you're, quote, unquote, done with the program does not mean you're done. Process is happening physiologically in you, and you have all of us, myself, all the clinicians that that help with that process, we're going to check in. There's a follow-up program. We give. I never gave my cell phone out when I was practicing back home. <laughs> and all my patients at the Aviv Clinic have my cell phone. Um, it, it's, it's a relationship that's forever. Bill, I can see you've got some questions, if not comments, uh, certainly some observations. My telomeres are shriveling. Exactly. I need to know more. We'll talk about it in just a second. But first, let me tell folks how to contact the Aviv Clinic if they'd like to learn more about this one-of-a-kind program. Check out their website at aviv-clinics.com. Uh, you can also follow them on Facebook at Aviv Clinics. Coming up, we've got to know more about this. I think we all know what's on Mark's mind. Let's find out how we can increase our longevity by diving in a little further. What's on Mark's mind coming up next. Support for Growing Boulder provided by Winter Park's new Crosby Wellness Center at the Center for Health and Well-Being. More than just a gym, it features unique medically integrated programs, activities for all ages and skill levels, and free group exercise classes with memberships. More at CrosbyWellnessCenter.org. Stay connected to Growing Boulder for daily doses of hope, inspiration, and possibility. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for our latest stories and motivational pictures. You're listening to Growing Boulder, and this is my favorite segment in the whole show. It's called On My Mind, where we turn the mic over to Mark. What we just heard in the last segment literally is a game changer, the kind of thing that we never thought we'd hear anyone say, but it's a reality. We may be able to lengthen our lives through a treatment. 
It's going to take our active participation, Bill. And, and th- this is what bothers me about all of this stuff. You know, they're, they're, the ABC, Google has got something. They're looking to cure aging. All Everybody's trying to figure out a way where we can do something. We can take a pill. We can undergo some sort of therapy. And all of a sudden, we're going to add 30 years to our life. Yes, this is a hyperbaric oxygen chamber therapy that may, in fact, lengthen our telomeres and give us the opportunity to live longer. But unless we're an active participant, and I I do like this about the Aviv clinics, they're saying this is the foundation that will give you the opportunity. But unless you participate, unless you modify your lifestyle, unless you move, unless you improve your diet, unless you improve your belief system, there's nothing out there now, nor will there ever be anything that will enable us to live a longer, healthier life unless we participate. You know, the best part about having these guests on is you putting it in perspective. And basically what we're saying here, Mark, I guess, is that we have the power now. Whether we can afford a hyperbaric chamber or whether we can't, we can still do things that help give us greater chance at longevity and a better life. Amen. You nailed it, Brother Bill. Yeah, it's so easy, and everybody wants the easy way out, and there is no easy way out. Now, we are our own primary care physician. We say that all the time. There's not a doctor. There's not a therapy. uh, There's not a research project anywhere that is going to give you a quality of life. They can give you the opportunity to live longer, but if you want to have a quality of life, if you want to maximize the opportunity that they've given you, you've got to do the heavy lifting yourself. And that's that whole prehabilitation thing you talk about, too. Don't wait for the headlines. Start your own longevity. Start your own cleansing. Start your own life-changing philosophy, your way of life right now. There's exciting news on the way, folks, but don't wait for it. Make sure you're in good shape when it gets here. Hey, if you like this, there's so much more for you to see at growingbolder.com. Please check it out. Be good to yourselves and each other, and we'll see you right back here very, very soon. The Growing Boulder Radio Show is a production of Growing Boulder, LLC, all rights reserved. This program was recorded at Growing Boulder Studios in Orlando and is available as a weekly podcast on NPR One, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. It is written and produced by Jill Middleton, Mark Middleton, and Bill Schaefer. Executive producers are Jackie Carlin, Robert Thompson, and Emily Thompson. Technical director is Jason Morrow. Production manager is Michael Nannis. Chief audio engineer is Mac Dula. And our most important team member, you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to keep growing bolder every day. Crimson flames tied through.